Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. What's up, people? Welcome to the Personal Branding Playbook. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And on today's episode, I want to get into building your personal brand website. Um, I think this is one of the first things you need to do when you get serious about your personal brand. I'll be honest. I think this is. Matter of fact, I know I know that this is the main way you prove and you show the world that you're serious about your personal brand, because having that website that is connected to your name or even your nickname like I have. Um, really shows people, hey, this person is serious. They're putting money behind this. And it's not a game. You know, I think that's what separates the people who can just say they have a personal brand or they say the little things on on social media and stuff. But I'm going to be honest with you. When companies want to work with you, if you're building something really big and special, you got to have some kind of website. Like, I know that's the cool thing to say right now. Like You don't need a website. and You don't need anything fancy. I agree. You don't need anything super fancy. But you also have to have something, you know, like a photographer can have just their Instagram page because are they selling this photos? You can see all that on Instagram, you know, but most of them, most of the serious ones I know still have some sort of website. They still have a portfolio. They have a way people can contact them that isn't on social media, because if your whole personal brand is represented on some social platform, what happens if you randomly lose your account? What happens if you get hacked? What happens? And I think this happens so much now, we got to take it serious. Like before it was like random and every now and then. But, you know, now we see Instagram is down once a week. Um, We see glitches where people get kicked out of their accounts and stuff is deleted every now and then. Like that happens a lot now. It's not like it's some abnormality where it happens rarely. This is very, very consistent. So having your personal brand website is one thing you have to have. And I want to explain to you the easiest way to get it set up, because for years I was the guy that made a super complicated, super in-depth personal brand website. And I also want to say this. If you have multiple companies, you should only mention your companies on your personal brand website. My mistake before was adding literally long pages for each business I was in and at a certain point it became too much because I was into too many businesses you know um and if I did that now it would just be absolutely insane it's just it's too much it's not necessary um so you don't want to get into that where your personal brand uh website is also harboring all of your business content that's not really necessary because each business is its own separate entity or at least it should be and this is something you gotta really as entrepreneurs we gotta kind of separate these things man we have to separate them further apart your business is your business your personal brand is a brand of you now your personal brand helps the business but your personal brand is not is not your business now you make money from your personal brand and everything you may do consulting or one-on-one you may have courses or whatever great but if you have a software product if you have a uh, a full-on company that provides services you need to separate that from your personal brand 
because that and I had to learn this myself, man. Until you separate it that way, it's really, really difficult. Honestly, it's really hard. It's really hard for you to grow that other business because it's so tied around you and your personal brand. And here's a good telltale sign. If the company can't do anything or can't grow without you, that's a big problem. That means it's too tied to your personal brand. You need to separate everything as in you have somebody over here that's running the social part. You got somebody that's in an administrative position that's doing that part. Like you've breaking this thing up to where you have to play a role in the company, but now you have more of a role in the company or not just a solo in the company. That is the goal to get to that point where you have somebody doing this and somebody doing that and you don't have to do everything on your own. Um, and, and I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs get caught up at in and trying to transition from being a solopreneur to an actual entrepreneur where you're playing a role in different businesses. Because even if you are on, uh, owner of the company, you're the CEO, you still play a role as a CEO. And then you have other people that play a role as well. Right. Um, and for me right now, my software companies, I, my goal isn't to run everything. I don't want to do everything that it's not because I don't know everything. You know, I can code a little bit here and there and put some stuff together. You know, I can write copy a little bit. I can design websites a little bit, but none of those are my true strength. None of them. My strength is people talking to people, getting them on the phone, negotiating, doing demos and stuff like I'm good at that part. I'm good at putting out some uh, putting together good content and stuff and having a good plan. I'm good at that part. Um, I'm good at hosting, showing up for the content. My strength is not is not coding and putting all that together. That's not it. The back end stuff that is not for me. So I pass that off to somebody else so I can focus where, you know, I'm best at. And again, this is when you become a real business owner. It's a transition, man. I'll be honest. And it's something that nobody talks about is that transition from solopreneur to actual entrepreneur. So let me talk a little bit about this personal brand website. And first of all, your personal brand website, it should be on a card. And for those of you that never heard of it, card is another one of those, um, it's like Webflow, or I've seen a ton of these new apps now where you can go and make websites on them. I like Card for this because it is simple. Uh, and that's Card, C-A-R-R-D. Um, I love it because it is so simple and basic, man. Like I built my personal brand, brand website on there after coming over from Word, uh, WordPress. It took me maybe an hour compared to my other personal brand website where it was like super in-depth and had a lot of bells and whistles and stuff and plugins and all of that over on WordPress. That took me like two weeks. Like it takes a lot of time with this card one. I kept it simple because when people go to thecoachchris.com, they only are going there for a few reasons. They want to know who I am and what I do. Right. So I have buttons on there for that. They want to know um, they probably could be looking for this podcast, personal branding playbook. They can listen to that. You know, they can find a find the show on their favorite hosting platform um, all of that stuff is right there on my personal brand website. If they want to find out more about my businesses, it's, but it's buttons on there for that. Like it's easily accessible. Um, and it has, it didn't have to be anything super in depth. So card is really good. Cause you can set up one page and then have a button that leads to like another section on that same one page. So now I was able to build that really, really fast. And I want to kind of give you some of the elements that go in there. So the first thing you got to have on your personal brand website are pictures of you. That is like, and I put that first because I think 
I've seen a lot of personal brand websites where people don't have their pictures up there and it's kind of weird. So it's like this is the one time where you should post you everywhere. Like all of the, the best pictures you have of you, if it's you on stage, those are always really, really good. If it's you talking to people, those are good. Um, all those photos you have of yourself are the best photos for your personal brand website, like the absolute best. And what they do is it puts your personality it puts your appearance on display if i've never seen you before i go to your personal brand website i should see you like just imagine that you're looking for some athlete and you finally get to their website and they don't have any pictures of them but they have their stats everywhere it's kind of weird right so pictures are super important and then having about me just a simple bio breaking down what you really focus on who you really are um, that's really, really easy to do. If you don't have a bio, please write one. You're going to need it over and over and over and over again. Very, very important. Um, and then you also want to have um, a breakdown, a breakdown of what you do as in. And let me be clear. Let me be clear. In this breakdown, it should be a simple one line, right? Kind of like that one line for your offer or something for your business. It should be one line for your personal brand. For me, it's I help businesses launch, grow and monetize podcast. Very, very simple. Like that one liner has to be so simple and basic that a, even a kid can understand it. Like if a five year old can't understand it, then it's too complicated. It doesn't need to be a full paragraph. Just one line of what you do, who you do it for. That is it. Then for me i broke mine up into sections so if you come to my website and you, you look it's going to have a button to either launch a show market or monetize now when you click each of those buttons it takes you to a section and breaks it down even further and now you can see what i actually do for people in those areas so for uh, the launching the show i have courses available a lot of free content free information you can check that out for monetizing a show, uh, marketing a show, I have a community, right? We have the podcast profit club. We have software, Castosity, and I have courses there too. So for that section, I think this is really important. I have an opt-in. So when you, when you click that button, you can sign up to get my marketing, my, uh, my marketing strategy, right? How to how, uh, how have I marketed podcasts to reach that next level, right? When you, Make it this simple. It is very, very easy for you to grow your mailing list and start to get those real contacts. Because when I go and speak at an event, I don't try to tell them any complicated websites. I tell them, hey, go to thecoachchris.com. Simple, simple. What's your website? That That's what it is. So now when they go there, if you want to market your show, okay, click that button and you can get the tools to start marketing your show. That easy, right? It is that simple. Um, and then for monetizing, it's the same thing. I have another uh, program there. You can get that for free. And then you're on my mailing list. I send you more emails and then you can eventually join the podcast profit club and start using Castosity. It's that easy. It's that easy. I think, again, we overcomplicate these things when it comes to websites and stuff, because honestly, that's how websites used to be. The more bells and whistles you had, it was that was better. Like I remember my WordPress website, I was stressing to get uh, Pat Flynn software where it would like play your podcast episode at the bottom um, of your website. And I remember even paying for that. And I was like, why am I paying for this? If somebody listens to a podcast, how often are they going to come to my website, 
listen on my website. Like, yeah, they might want to, but it's rare, right? It's very rare. Why not just have it to where they can click a button to go to their favorite platform where they listen to shows and then let them subscribe? Wouldn't that make more sense? Like that's that right there is just I, I just think that's something we got to think about. Like the simplicity over the comp, like don't make it too complex because if it's too complex and it's complicated and difficult, you're going to miss out on a lot of revenue opportunities, a lot of connections because people just couldn't find a way to get in contact with you. And then obviously you got to have your social media links, obviously very important. Um, and I would say put your top three on there. Um, for me, I have Facebook, I have a Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I don't have Facebook because I don't really use Facebook that way. And Facebook is for me, Facebook is more spammy than LinkedIn. Um, even though I'm pretty sure they're both even with that. Honestly, Instagram too. Yeah. Most platforms are spammy to be honest, but that's also why I tell people, you know, send me a direct message when I'm speaking at events. Again, when I meet people in the hallway, I tell them, Hey, if you want to get in contact with me, if you have any questions, if you want anything, shoot me a DM on whatever platform I'm more likely to answer you there than anywhere else. So I'd literally tell people that follow me or whatever. You don't have to, I don't care, but send me a message. If you want to talk to me, that's going to be way better, like astronomically better than trying to find me and, um, you know, reach out on these other platforms. It's, it's, it's difficult. Um, so sending the DMs is the best way to go. You don't have to post anything and tag me and stuff. And again, I think that's part of your personal brand, man. How do people get in contact with you the easiest? And um, in a, a future episode, I want to talk about really building out those buckets. Because um, as you can see, for me, what really helps is I help podcasters in each step that they need help with launching, marketing and monetizing. I think your personal brand should come down to those three buckets. And it also helps with your website because now your website doesn't have to be super complicated. I have three buttons on there, three sections. That is it. Like, like it, even, it, even when it comes to my software, it all fits into those three buckets. All of it, it is very, very simple. And laying it out that easy is uh, the best way to build your audience and to build connections and all of that. Because now when you start talking to people higher up, they're more likely to want to work with you because they know what you do. You can explain your strengths very well. Like I have people on Twitter reach out to me all the time that are smarter than me. And they're like, Hey, look, I want to launch a podcast, but I don't know how to do it this way. And I don't know how to do it that way. Let's work together. That's how it happens. That's how you build that personal brand because they can go to my bio and click that link. And it takes them to my website and they immediately see what I've done what I do now, how I help people. They can listen to my show, like making everything easily accessible is like just the best way to really grow a podcast, man. Um, or to grow your personal brand. Like it's the best way it will help you grow the podcast. But again, I just wanted to make this episode to explain to you the key elements of your personal brand website and why you don't have to overcomplicate everything. Honestly, the simpler, the better. So if you want to launch, grow, or monetize your podcast, you can visit me at thecoachchris.com or send me a message on Twitter, Instagram at thecoachchris underscore. I'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.